This is episode 14 of the Getty's Close Radio podcast. I'm Glenn Phillips, and I'm a curator at the Getty Research Institute in Los Angeles. This podcast presents radio broadcasts that originally aired on a weekly program on Los Angeles radio station KPFK between 1976 and 1979. Called Close Radio, the program allowed artists to present sound and art projects via radio broadcast. Close Radio produced over 100 broadcasts by more than 90 artists. These programs challenge nearly every conceivable industry standard of radio broadcast, and collectively they present a phenomenal array of strategies to present performative works through sound. I've chosen 17 of the Close Radio episodes for this podcast to give a sense of the variety of projects and artists involved in the program. This podcast is made available in conjunction with the exhibition Evidence of Movement, on view at the Getty Research Institute's galleries at the Getty Center from July 10th through October 7th, 2007. If you would like to hear more episodes from the Close Radio program, they are available on getty.edu. Just search for the exhibition Evidence of Movement. The Getty would like to thank all of the artists who have agreed to let us provide their original sound works in digital format online and in this podcast. We ask that listeners respect the integrity of the original works and the artists who created them. Please do not reproduce this content without permission from the artists. Enjoy the program. Nineteen seventy-eight, Thursday, eight oh seven. This is the beginning. This is the beginning of a long walk across the L.A. Empire to the desert to the mountains. This is where I start. This is where it begins. Right here. This is where L.A. becomes rural, where Montebello Boulevard or Whittier Boulevard all of a sudden comes downhill and you can see the Santa Rosa Hills. And here you have a dry river, a big pond. All of a sudden you're out in the sand dunes. L.A. ends right here, the city. It just ends abruptly at this green and white bridge. It's really strange. All of a sudden, you're out in the suburb. A dry river. That was quick. Hideous, Montebello. Rosemead Boulevard and Whittier Boulevard are now meeting. Everything's dry out here. I must have covered the desert over.
Look at that taco stand. It's probably the most hideous one I've ever seen in my life. I've seen a million of them. Dry, desolate, small-time Montebello. East Montebello. You can't tell me there isn't a desert lurking under every goddamn inch of this concrete, waiting for the first cataclysmic event to come surging right through the pavement. Yes, 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 yes. This is hideous. Wide air. Just goes on and on and on. The beat. Another taco stand going in. Soon, coming soon. Church's fried chicken. Pico Rivera, why don't you wake up to the fact that you cannot disguise your desert heritage. You're just a dry riverbed. Took a shortcut down the railroad tracks. Listen to my feet walking. I can look in people's backyards now. Feel like a Steinbeck character. It's the depression. Hop on a freight. I get to cross a bridge. Railroads. I don't see why the Romans couldn't have invented them. Why did they have to wait till the 19th century? Would have been easy to figure it out. You boil water, it heats up to a certain temperature, it creates energy in the form of steam. You put it in a can, you put four wheels on it, you lay a track down that the wheels can run in, you control it, you divide it, Pretty soon you're moving forward or backward. Why the hell did they have to wait to the 19th century to figure that out? But I like trains. And maybe someday you'll see them in outer space. Boxcars turning over and over, orbiting around a star, planet. There'll be cosmic bums inside floating around. 
drinking out of whiskey bottles with bubbles over their heads. People that just couldn't accept the fact that the 19th century had to end, and then we skipped the 20th, or we reduced it to a seven-day period, and then we went right into the space age. So maybe someday you'll see bums in boxcars, and starlight will be shooting right through those open doors. I'll bet you folks want to know where I am. Well, I am walking north towards the intersection of the 605 freeway and Rose Hills Road. Now the freeway sign says Rose Hill Road, three quarters of a mile, Peck Road, two miles, Pomona Freeway, two and a half. And the time is 2.50. And at the tone, listen to the tone. This is a railroad spike being dropped on a track. At the tone, the day is November the 3rd, 1978. The mosquitoes are after me, too. They're literally following me. I wonder if mosquitoes were attracted to Dracula the same way they would be you and me. The reason I ask that question is because he sucked blood from people. I wonder if mosquitoes would attack him if he were camping along the Colorado River. He'd be pretty vulnerable in the daytime, but they're not out in the daytime. Don't irritate the count. Get out of my face, you mosquito. Hands off the count, mosquitoes. To die, to be really dead, that must be glorious. Now, Bella Lugosi said that in Dracula, and I'm not going to try and imitate his voice, and don't you either, because nobody can. Think about that. That isn't a profound statement. I don't know what is. To die, to be really dead, that must be, must be glorious. What does he mean by that? Well, you go on to the new life. You don't hang around in these old bodies. It's a very, very spiritual statement by a man who 
was considered evil. But what a beautiful evil man. Not evil, searching. Searching for fulfillment. Caught up in bodies and immortality and mortality trying to leave his body, not doing a very good job of it. Same thing over and over for 800 years. Out here you don't need a peace. All you need is an escape, a ticket out. If you're just passing through, then you're passing through. But if you're here permanently, may God bless you. Because there ain't nothing here. Railroad tracks, power lines, telephone poles. Gas stations. If you've seen it once, you've seen it twice, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty, thirty-one, thirty-two, thirty-three, thirty-four, thirty-five, thirty-six, thirty-seven, thirty-eight, thirty-nine, forty, forty-one, forty-two, forty-three, forty-four, forty-five, forty-six, forty-seven, forty-eight, forty-nine, fifty, fifty-one, fifty-two, fifty-three, fifty-four, fifty-five, fifty-six, fifty-seven, fifty-eight, fifty. 9, 60, 61, 62, 63, 64, 65, 66, 67, 68, 69, 70, 71, 72, 73, 74, 75, 76, 77, 78, 79, 80, 81, 82, 83, 84, 85, 86, 87, 88, 89, 90, 91, 92, 93, 94, 95, 96, 97, 98, 99, 100. I found a stick by the side of the road. It's been painted green. It's about two and three quarter inches in diameter, and I'd say six feet long. It's rough like it was a log, not just a piece of wood cut out of a larger log and then rounded. I'm convinced this is a beater stick. People in Los Angeles who in the middle of the night, like the Indians in the desert chasing rabbits or Africans in Africa beating the bushes to trap an animal. Well, these people with these sticks beat through the city. They come from all directions, pounding fences like this.
hitting things, hitting sidewalks, hitting metal grates, hitting the ground. Thousands of them coming in every direction, trying to uncover by elimination, beating each alley, each building, each freeway on-ramp, each sign, each lane, each automobile, market basket carts, anything, all converging on one point, chasing the fantasy of Los Angeles. got to be primitive. It's got to be found in a primitive way. It's hard to locate it in books, in thinking, in analyzing, in weighing, in conjecture, discussion. It's got to be beaten out with a stick.